Hello, Space Bees. I'm Renee. And I'm Anna. And you're listening to Fangirl Happier Question Tuesday Edition. This week on Question Tuesday, we're going to answer a question from a listener and then ask each other questions. And we would love to get more questions to answer from you. So if you want to ask us something, it doesn't have to be personal. It can be bookish related. You can email us at fingerhappyhour.com and give us some things to debate. You're ready to answer questions? I'm always ready. I was born ready. Our listener question today comes from Trinson Dancing on Twitter, and I hope I did not mangle your name. And they ask, could you talk about your favorite comfort foods? I already know I'm going to be grossed out by Anna's answers. Why? Because you're like, I don't eat sugar or all this other delicious, unhealthy stuff that's delicious. I've been trying to think about this question for a while. I don't know if I have an answer for that. I will tell you that when I get too stressed, I tend to eat cheese or cheesy things. Cheese is delicious. Yeah, but I don't even like cheese. And I don't know why cheese is a comfort food for me, but it is. You don't like cheese, yet when you're stressed, you eat cheese? Yes. This is very strange. I never said I was a person who made any sense. That's true. You also are a Slytherin. That's true. I'm a Slytherin. So that maybe explains why. You're full of contradictions. But yes, whenever I need some comfort eating, I will get a slab of cheddar cheese. There is one from Max Spencer's that's like a supermarket kind of thing. That's called The Cruncher. It's a very strong cheddar from Cornwall. And it's so strong that it crumbles. And it's just delicious. And I eat that with crackers and grapes. But it could also be like cheese straws, cheese scones, cheese oat cakes, cheesy crisps. But if I am sad, what I get is mashed potatoes. Those are my comfort foods. What about cheese fries? What are those? They're french fries. I guess in where you live, they're called chips and they're covered with cheese. No, but I don't like melted cheese. What? Oh my god, that's... Oh god, I can't believe this. This is the worst. I knew I was going to get mad. (laughs) I remove the cheese from my pizza. What? The whole point of the pizza is the cheese, Anna. What are you doing? You're doing pizza wrong. No, I'm not. Doing that saved my life once. Because I was in Brazil in a really bad restaurant. And because I always remove the pizza from my cheese, I went to remove... No, not the pizza from my cheese. (laughs) The cheese from my pizza. And then when I did that, there were several cockroaches under it. And now that I grossed everybody out, you're welcome. Wow. Wow. Indeed, wow. So my favorite comfort food is maybe predictable, but it's fried chicken. Deep fried chicken. Oh, I only had that once when I went to New York. It's so unhealthy. It's so not good for you. My favorite chicken recipe right now is Popeye's. They have uh, they have an, like an original crispy recipe. They also have a spicy, but I don't like spicy fried chicken. It is amazing. So so do you really deep fry? You bread the chicken and you put it in a vat of oil and you fry it until it's done and then you eat it and it's amazing. It's so unhealthy. It's 
it's so not good for you. Like, it's so full of fat. Like, I'm gonna drop dead of a heart attack at 45. (laughs) I try not to eat it a whole bunch. Like, I try to be... Like, my mom is way bad. She loves fried chicken. It's, like, her ultimate comfort food. But she eats it all the time. She will, like, go to Kroger and buy this huge package of pieces of chicken. Like, eight pieces of fried chicken. And just bring it home and eat the whole thing herself. Wow. Like, when I eat fried chicken, I go to Papa's and I get, I get three pieces. And I maybe eat two and a half of them. Or two. And I give the extra piece to mom. <laughs> you know, when your doctor says, you can enjoy things, just do it in moderation. I really do try to, like, moderate the amount of fried food I eat because the fried food like contribute like it's a huge contributor to my family's history of like heart disease and high cholesterol and blood pressure disease and all that. So I'm really careful about how much fried food I put into my body. <laughs> but I'm just I love fried chicken. It's so good. It just makes me so, so feel so happy. Aww. I had that once um when I went to New York for the first time I think and they took me to a place where they had like southern type food. I'm already suspicious. I'm already suspicious of this. I'm already... This is already wrong. Anna, listen. I need you to start saving up so you can come visit me so I can take you to proper fried food. Like, But, Renee, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian now. I know, but it's, we can break it for one day. <laughs> I don't... I know. I don't, I, don't I don't know what would happen to my body. It would, I, I think it would go into shock if it had... Because I don't even eat oil. Oh my god, yeah, you would, you would die. You can't come visit me because I can't feed you anything here. No, that's a lie. I fry my stuff with water. How can you fry with water? It's so easy. It's so much better. Well, anyway, one day you can come here and I promise I can give you some fried things that are (laughs) vegan-ish, let's say. They exist now. It's it's a little better than like 10 years ago where I couldn't find anything like that here. But now we have more healthy options. Okay. I can at least show you how to properly cook it. Like I'm real suspicious about this New York Southern. I'm, I don't I don't trust it. I don't trust that. Anyway, it was delicious though. It was really nice. I had that with biscuit and some, I think it was mashed potato too. I can make you some actually good homemade Southern biscuits here. I'm just, I'm just so suspicious. If it's a restaurant, it's above the Mason Dixon line. I'm suspicious of it. If it says it cooks Southern food, the end. Okay. And of course now I can't fix it for you because you don't eat meat anymore. Listen, these question Tuesdays are so controversial. We either cry or we fight. This is the greatest idea ever. I'm sure everybody's super excited. So this episode is going live on November the 1st. Uh, that's one day after Halloween. And what I want to know is, do you like Halloween? Do you celebrate Halloween? And what makes you scared? I love Halloween. It's always been my favorite holiday. Except one, like, a few times when I was a kid where I couldn't find nobody to go trick-or-treating with me. And I would just have to miss because I was always afraid of going up to doors by myself and, like, ringing doorbells. <laughs> Congratulations, I had anxiety as a child, and nobody caught it. It's always been my favorite holiday. I've always dressed up. Like, I even dressed up until I was, like, 14 or 15, and then I got shamed out of it by adults. So thanks a lot, adults. So I really haven't ever dressed up again for Halloween, but I really get into it. I really like trick-or-treaters, even though we don't get that many. And I feel like, in a lot of ways, the Halloween that I remember as a kid is kind of going away. Culture is just changing, so... But I still get really into it. I really love all the costumes. 
Except if they're appropriative. That's shitty if they are. Or the say, like, listen, stop making sexy toaster costumes. Companies, just stop. It's not cool. There's so many things that don't need a sexy costume. Sexy toaster, sexy, I saw a sexy, <laughs> what, I, I saw a sexy fire hydrant costume. What the hell is that about? No, this, that trend is, should die. So yeah, I've always really been into Halloween. Mostly because in a lot of ways you don't have to give any body anything like there's no expectations of like specific personal gifts like there are with all the other holidays that are big here like christmas obviously there's gifts thanksgiving there's not gifts per se but like you're kind of expected like bring food like if you're going to somebody's house they they want you to bring something so you could eat it it's like a potluck thing that might be a southern thing that might be specific to me and then valentine's day you're expected to give something to your significant other or your friends it's just this thing for me that doesn't have a lot of like terrible baggage except for the fact that a lot of them like a lot of people appropriate dia how do you say that word dia des muertos yes that's thank you for the spanish obviously i'm bad at spanish that kind of gets appropriated in a lot of ways and that's gross my other favorite holiday used to be like july 4th but then that has a lot of baggage with it too because you're just celebrating like killing a bunch of people that were here before us to celebrate ourselves like it just feels weird so that's why halloween has kind of taken the spot as my top holiday and also i love candy even though i can't eat a bunch of it anymore because it makes me sick can't od on candy anymore i'm an adult you don't even eat candy do you very rarely i started eating chocolate again but like raw chocolate and is it like dyke's gross like vegan organic chocolate that he eats yes okay well you and zach would get along very well with your chocolate habits oh they are really delicious uh-huh. <laughs> you just, I wish you could see me shuddering in the background. <laughs> so, what makes you scared when it comes to horror? This is two question. You cheated. I didn't think of two, so you're just going to do with one. It's like it's just one. It's a part of the question. It's part of Halloween. What really makes me scared is this is a really hard question because I'm trying to think because I'm so anxious all the time that I'm scared of everything constantly anyway. So it's a really hard question for somebody with anxiety to answer. What makes you scared? I don't know. Driving? Driving makes me... That's not what you mean. If we're going to talk about, like, spooky stuff that scares me. Yeah. You know, I listen to the Black Tapes, and they had, like, this whole thing where there's this story a lot about demons, and Alex Regan on the podcast is like, I hate demons. And that's definitely the thing that will get me the most. Like, I won't watch... Like, I won't watch the one movie with the girl with her head spin. I don't like... Oh, The Exorcist. Yeah, I don't like... I don't like the idea of demon possession, period. And I think it's because of the bodily autonomy thing. Like, you lose your bodily autonomy. And that ties into, like, bodily assaults. And I so I think that's what really scares me, like, as far as, like, scary stuff goes. Right, okay. You know what scares me the most are ghosts, so... You're afraid of ghosts. I'm afraid of no ghosts. But you are. I am. (laughs) (laughs) For my question, I need you to go back into your memory. Oh my god. Already a challenge, I know. (laughs) Fuck. Think back to... A book that you read before you were aware of social justice issues that you would want to reread now to see if it held up. Oh, 
shit. I think there are two of them. Okay. Two books that are very important to me, or actually rather a series. One is The Sandman by Neil Gaiman. That was so influential, and I loved it to bits, but I don't know about the female characters and the representation, people of color. So I don't know how it would stand the test of time within those parameters. Well, don't worry. I'm going to make you reread it when I read it. So congratulations. You'll get to check. (laughs) Okay. The other one, it would be Lord of the Rings because they were the first ever fantasy novels that I read. You haven't reread it since then? I have read it multiple times. I haven't read it since I awoke. (laughs) So is that what we're calling it? Yes. (laughs) What about you? I'll just, I know that I'm not supposed to ask you, but I want to know. That's a really hard question. I wasn't prepared. Well, I know, Renee. I know. (laughs) I think a book that I would want to go back to and read from my perspective now would be The Orphan's Tales in the Night Garden and The Orphan's Tales in the Cities of Coins and Spice by Catherine M. Valenti. I loved those books when I read them the first time, and I thought they were so well done and so rich and nuanced, and I would love to see if they still held up, because they were such complicated stories with so much going on, so I'm just curious to see if they would hold up. So that's probably what I would pick. I read those in 2008. I think I read 2009 when I read them. I only read the first one. I think I liked the second one better. Way before being awoke, too. Well, you said that you discovered White Fabulous and suddenly you were like, I see the lights, which is so weird to me. Exactly. How can I be How can I be the source of your going, hmm? You are my... Sunshine? No, my only sunshine. No, you are my lighthouse in the middle of a tempest. That's so sweet. So we got we had a fight and now we're crying. Yeah, so <laughs> Anna, thanks for answering questions with me today. No problem. Thanks for giving me such an interesting question. Our music today was by Boxcat Games and our instrumentals are by Chiefy Music. Our cool logo is by Ira and you can commission them at justira.tumblr.com or on Twitter at It's Just Ira. If you would like to send us questions for us to answer, you can do that by emailing us at fangerhappyhour at gmail.com or you can drop us a line on Twitter or on Tumblr. If you want to talk to us in between episodes, you can and you can just follow us on Twitter at fangirlpodcast. I'm on Twitter at Renee. And I'm at Booksmugglers. And as always, Space Bees, thanks for listening. See you next episode.